Welcome to The Art of Engineering, where we speak with some of the top women in engineering about their processes, principles, and personal stories. I'm Denise McIntosh, CEO of Custom Powder Systems, the containment company. I'm here today with Zen Zen Yen, who is the head of engineering at Bayer Supply Center in Grenzach, Germany. And we met a year ago at the ISPE annual meeting, and we're back. And I invited her to share some of her experiences with ISPE and how it has helped her in her career path to date. So, Zen Zen, welcome. And first of all, I'd like to know how Zen Zen got to be so smart so fast. And tell me about your childhood and how all this evolved. Oh, thank, thank, first of all, thank you for having me, Denise. It's lovely to see you again. I'm very excited for this opportunity. How oh, my childhood. Yeah, my childhood. So I grew up in Germany. My parents um, are from China. They moved to Germany very early, like in the 70s already. And I've been growing up in a small town, really. They had a restaurant, like how you did at that time, I would say. And they just grew up working in the restaurant. And then when it came to deciding what I want to do in my life or what I want to do for my career. I first wanted to go into medicine and um, just before I started university, um, my father fell sick and um, I decided that I want to stay around. I don't want to go too far away to study. So I stayed in that area, supported him uh, a bit and decided to go into life sciences. So uh-huh. that's uh, how I came here. I think based on your leadership skills that have been exhibited so far, you had to have been a leader as a child. You think so? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) That's lovely of you to say. Um, I would say I always really enjoyed, I don't know, like as a child already, I always really enjoyed envision things and then trying to make them happen as well. And I try to, I think, keep this up in my daily job now and as well in the work with ISP. So... Yeah, I think it was like always great for me to just find a concept, find an idea, and then trying to realize this one. So, so how did Bayer find you, or how did you find Bayer? That's a good question. Like, so I studied biotech, and biotech in Germany is a science degree, but really, like, into my master's thesis and into the studies, and then, um, during that process, I realized that I am more focused on engineering and that I like that more. And uh, in my master's, I actually had one year where I studied chemical engineering at the University of Waterloo in Canada. And Ah. then I just really realized, like, I think engineering would have been the better degree for me, but maybe I was, like, not really, because I was, like, focused on medicine in the beginning, right? Like, I was not bold enough to do that step into, uh, into engineering, but... Once I finished my degree, I really wanted to go into that area. And it's not too easy, like, you know how it is for engineers, right? It's like, you're not a real engineer because you didn't study that. So (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't too easy getting into it. But then I was, like, really lucky because I started at Bayer in a graduate rotational program for two years. And it was just an amazing program. Ah. And that's how I got into it, yeah. Very good. So what experiences then led you to the job you're in now? Because you are in a big facility. Um, 
So I did this rotational program for the first two years of my career. And then um, I always had like great mentorship uh, in the company, but as well with ISPE, because really what happened is I was in this rotational program and you would like, I was switching jobs and locations basically every five to six months. Ah. And yeah, so you would always start new. And I was like, uh, my first rotation was like some sites in Germany. Then I would go to Argentina. I didn't speak the language. I didn't um, really know what it was like to work as an engineer back then. And uh, for me, it was like really important to get some sense of belonging, some support as well. And that's why actually I got involved with ISPE because um, I really wanted to have a network for young professionals like nowadays we're called emerging leaders but for people that are new in the industry where they can go and ask the questions where they can go and reach out to professionals to understand how stuff is getting done and um, this is basically how I got involved with ISPE then I was in this uh, grade A program and I always like had this great mentor which is my former manager um, who supported me a lot and he was like he also maybe saw the leadership there um, the leadership with the um, with the young professional network there and he got me into project management afterwards so ah. yeah from that rotational program I went into a capital investment projects I was building facilities with the Spanish knowledge I, I have acquired there in Mexico mm -hmm. and in Germany and from there I just really wanted to go like into more of the actual manufacturing and um, I decided I wanted to work in one of the production plants we have and that's where I started then in 2020 as a maintenance lead and now okay. I'm the head of engineering for that production Very good. Size. So what does a day in that job look like? What happens at your plant? It's crazy because it's like super difficult to answer. Every day is kind of different and like sometimes you go in and everything is running smoothly but then some days are just it's already chaos just before you arrive at the site. <laughs> but that's actually the beauty of the job. It's amazing to um, be able to work like in operations with so many people, just growing with all the challenges you have. Recently, we just had a electrical outage, right? It was like just ah. a very short one, but it's still like like instilled some chaos right and then it's everyone disruptive. is like, yeah it is right and then uh, everyone is just on their heels like trying to get everything back to working as soon as possible it's like amazing it's a lot of fun so what types of equipment in your facility so uh the facility i work at uh, we are producing semi-solids so okay. mostly creams um but we do everything from formulation to fill finish packaging so what type of equipment do we have? We have big vessels for the formulation. Okay. And then we have like around 13 packaging lines. So a lot to keep running. It is, it is, <laughs> of course, yeah. Like, it is really interesting because I think um, we have one product that is also in the aseptics area because ah. um, it's an eye ointment and you apply it to the eye. So we actually have like a lot of different systems as well. We have... Of course, like for the infrastructure or the HVAC equipment, but we also like have a lot of water equipment for this one, and we actually go up to cleanliness class. Interesting. We build we build isolators and downfall booths, so it's always interesting. Yeah, to hear this is how we were talking. Yes, yeah. yes, it was. So you've mentioned the emerging leaders. Mm -hmm. How did that 
come to be because I think you were probably in the forefront of that organization for the yeah. ISPE. Yeah, I think it was a really like, I don't know, good place to be or maybe a good time to, to also join ISPE because for me it was really, I had the feeling that I want to, that just very, very selfishly actually, I want to be able to have a network of people that are also new in the industry and just starting to work and I wanted to be able to reach out to someone and talk about it, right? And it was just the perfect timing because ISP was growing emerging leaders. I was like, um, I founded with five others together the Emerging Leaders Affiliate for DAF, for Germany, Austria and Switzerland, so the German-speaking region. And yeah, from there it just grew. And we okay. just wanted to, it was like interesting because DAF, it's like three countries. So we're very like decentralized and we were always already working around like digital ways of working. We had like... Um, some activities and initiatives already set up and in so that was like 2016 where we founded the affiliate and then in 2017 we organized one of the first hackathons which is now like a staple yes. yes. yeah. so tell me what a hackathon is <laughs> so you like get a group of very enthusiastic students yeah. <laughs> recent graduates together you lock them in a room for 24 hours and you see what happens okay <laughs> fun 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 <laughs> so do they have a a specific project or something to solve yeah okay so it is different from hackathon to hackathon i must say and it really depends on um the company that is sponsoring the problem statement so this year for example we had a genetech sponsoring okay and their problem statement was how to bring together sustainability with single-use equipment okay yeah. and then we have got the it was like around 45 uh, students like we usually try to keep it at 50 to make it like really valuable to them and um, they are all organized in different groups and they work on a problem statement and in the end they were presented to the senior leaders which okay. are judging and then uh, also handing out the winner. Very the good. Yeah. Fun. Fun. A it fun is. thing. And, uh, I think tomorrow the last presentation is actually the hackathon presentation. Oh, very good. So we're actually meeting today and recording this podcast in the Career Center at the ISPE annual meeting. And... You write an Emerging Leaders editorial column for the magazine. And the last one, Zen Zen, I thought was fascinating because it was how to use AI in a career search. So tell us about some of that. Oh, thank you for uh, the compliment. Um, yeah, that was actually, I think, also the article. I've written like six so far. I think that was actually the article that was like, most close to my heart I would yeah, say okay because, I mean I love to use AI like I, I love how it it just developed recently and how many opportunities we are just generating with it and I think for a lot of people I mean it's not even only emerging leaders but just being able to use AI really in our daily work in for example, the career search that was um, tailored for the emerging leaders, but also just in the performance in, in our day jobs, um, I think it's, it's a really, really uh, big benefit we have. And yeah, for the for the articles, like just looking into the different 
um, areas of uh, what does it look like to look for a job, right? And I was like, we want to know how is the culture in the company? Yeah, I can help you there. Like, they can do all the research. You want to know what kind of jobs are there? What kind of uh, roads are there? Like, you can just use it and leverage it and save yourself so much time in, in using it. Well, and I, one of the things that you mentioned was even uh, practice interviewing and yeah. interview questions. I think that's so valuable when I think back of the times that I've interviewed in the past is trying to anticipate what are they going to ask. Yeah. I, and funny, like, this is actually the, the part of the article where I get the most questions for, and also the most feedback, because a lot of people are like, yeah, but I, I can't help with that, right? Like, there's a portion in it where, like, I talk about a tool which you can also use to just get immediate feedback on how you're responding how you're like yeah how you how how your tone is your pace and everything and yeah i think for the interview questions it's so valuable to just practice it and you can just tell like there's a whole prompt library you can use for these ai tools where you just ask them to act as an interviewer and then you practice all the questions and they will give you give you immediate feedback on it like even with a video if you want to do it uh, in front of a computer that's amazing that is just amazing. The things that, that have come about in my lifetime are... It is crazy, I, I, right? I, I kind of envy you young people who get to see this go so fast, so far. Yeah, and it's just amazing because I think like... And I got a lot of feedback on it because everyone was like, it cannot replace human interaction. And it shouldn't, right? It's no. not about replacing human interaction. But, I mean, it would be... It's just so much easier to to do it yourself, right? Because a lot of people, I think they're scared to reach out. Like here in the career center, we do resume reviews, but it takes already so much courage to print out your resume and get exactly. it seen by someone, right? Yes. So, and I think it would take away like some of this and then you can still go and ask your best friend to do a mock interview with you. Yes, <laughs> yes. And yet it's not the same. It is. Yes. So what's next for you? So I am just concluding my year on the International Board of Directors as an Emerging Leaders Representative, which was an amazing experience. It was really good to to understand and see how the skeleton of ISPE actually works. Um, I've just recently got promoted to the head of engineering. It's about a year now, so I really want to make more impact on this as well, uh, really like uh, continue the journey uh, I've already started with my team. And then I will see where it takes me, actually. So you have a sizable team, mm -hmm. I understand. My team is like, the whole production side is around 600 people. Wow. And my team is around 70. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of fun, actually. And I love that. Like, I mean, emerging leaders, this career center, all of these are topics that are like so close to my heart. And I really want to like work on talent development. And it's amazing to just be able, because like... 60 people is like all levels, right? We have like technicians, we have engineers, we have people at all stages in their career. And it's just so much fun. Good. You have to be a, just a, a great person to work with. Thank you. No, I, ran across, so <laughs> I ran across a question yesterday that yeah. I just found fascinating. And that is, would I want to work for me? Well, that's pretty thought provoking. I mean, I hope, I hope so. That is such a good question. Yeah. 
Yeah. And probably, I think I wouldn't want to work for me at all. Oh, so three quick questions. Yeah. What brings you joy? Talent development, actually. Like meeting people and being able to make an impact in someone's life, that brings me joy, yeah. Very good. If you were stuck on an elevator with someone, who, if you could choose who that is, who would that be? So I'm actually reading right now the biography of the first prime minister of Singapore. And I think him, ah. because he is such an amazing person. And what's your morning routine? I have none. I sleep as long as I can. <laughs> sleep is good. <laughs> yeah, and then I just rush to work. Actually. Okay. And then I get my first coffee at work. That's my routine. <laughs> Very good. Zen Zen, this has been delightful as I knew it would be. Thank you. Thank you for what you've done for ISPE and I'm sure will continue to and your influence with other emerging leaders. It's so important for our industry and for the whole manufacturing sector in general to find young, bright people to join us. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining us again on The Art of Engineering. I'd love it if you would share this episode with others in our industry and encourage them to subscribe wherever they get podcasts. In the meantime, we'd appreciate your five-star review and would love to hear any comments or suggestions. Until next time, I'm Denise McIntosh from Custom Powder Systems, online at custom-powder.com.